Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today, uh, we watch Brave Little Toaster. Mm-hmm. Let's get started. Alrighty. <laughs> Let's go already. Alright, so Britton, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the hell the Brave Little Toaster is, uh, and then we'll say what it meant to us. Uh, okay, uh, so the Brave Little Toaster... I don't, I, I, it's hard to say whether or not it stars anyone. It does. John Lovitz and yeah, Phil, that's right. John Lovitz. I, I want to say Tony Phil, the Tiger. Phil Hartman is more of a more of an Cameo, ancillary. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tony the Tiger and others. Timothy Stack, the the guy from uh, Son of the Beach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it's it's about these uh, household appliances that you know have been kind of waiting in this cabin for years for uh, their quote-unquote master to come back. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not going to delve into why they call him the master, but doesn't it's, it doesn't matter. It's like it's like Torgo and, uh, yeah, and, and Manos, the Hands of Fate. Uh, the master will come back and <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> he'll take us home. So before we before we go really into it, like what are the appliances and what are their personalities? Well, one, of course, is the titular toaster uh, itself. I don't I don't think they, they really gender they don't. It's uh, uh, voiced by a woman. That helps. Yeah, I, I figured as much. She, you know, it sounded like a lady. Uh, but it has the titular toaster. Who's brave. Who who does do a brave deed. Uh, <laughs> yes, I guess you could say that. Uh, you have the uh, blanket, which is probably the most annoying character in the film. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a lamp, which to me, uh, I, I always said he reminded me a lot of uh, Lenny from... Uh, the Simpsons. The Simpsons. Yeah, hey, sounds, sounds a little bit like him too, and you have uh, John Lovitz as the radio, and Tony the Tiger as the grumpy vacuum. Okay, and they've been kind of left into this uh, left in this cabin for uh, years, just waiting for uh, the master to come back and collect them. But meanwhile, they're doing housekeeping and and all you know, keeping the the place clean and. Yeah, you know, really for no reason for, and for nobody. Because all they know is chores. Yeah. And meanwhile, the, the air conditioner, uh, uh, voiced by Phil Hartman, kind of laughs at them like uh, Jack Nicholson and, uh, you know, eventually goes into overdrive and, and dies. It blows himself up, yeah. blows his fuse. So uh, they they eventually get tired of just waiting for the master and they they uh, grab a chair, a uh, kind of a rolling desk chair, which for some reason isn't alive. We kind of determined that only things that take electricity apparently are alive. Which which we were talking about while we we're watching it, that that also uh, feeds into our theory about how uh, souls are transferred through electricity yeah, or something that's, like that's that. That's why in the Harry Potter universe they don't use electricity yeah, because it's, it's cruel. Yeah. So, uh, uh, they go on a journey, uh, they, they hook each other up to a, a car battery they find at the basement to, to mm -hmm. keep themselves powered, even though they don't really need it to move around. Uh, I, I guess they just, for continuity reasons. I bet you it was in the book, and they- It's a book? Yeah, it was, it was a book first. Oh, I didn't know that. And I bet you that was in the book, but, uh, but they, you know, they just kind of left it, like, Okay, it's probably a bigger plot point yeah. based on the source material, but um, I know they did say that like most of the stuff, there's only like four things in the whole movie that has any direct correlation to the book, the rest yeah. is original. <clears throat> yeah, oh really? That's what I hear. Uh, is it a uh, is it a picture book or a novel? I think it's a novel actually, huh. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to Might have check to it out. Yeah. Uh, so really, n not a lot happens other than them kind of just uh, meandering through the wilderness, like they come across frogs and fish who are who just want to dance and be in a, be a nuisance to them. Like, I think that was. Uh, do you think that might have been like a dig at you know, Disney movies? Like the uh, the whole uh, the little. I think like around the time the Little Mermaid maybe came, uh, maybe have been a year or two old. Little Mermaid came out I think uh, eighty nine. So it was actually this is predates Little Mermaid. Really, this, yeah, this is older is than Little Mermaid. This is eighty seven. Holy shit! And I, if I had to guess, uh, I'm assuming they're making fun of like things like Bambi or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe because uh, the uh, the new wave of Disney hadn't started yet. They yep. were they were on their way out. Yeah, they were still like I think the either Oliver and Company or the Black Cauldron was the yeah. most released movie at this point for them. Huh. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's. I, I if if it wasn't for uh, if they weren't making fun of uh, uh, of the Little Mermaid, I don't know who they're making fun of. 
because uh, I, don't, I don't think I don't know if uh, if Disney songs were that elaborate back then, were they? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, not really. Uh, I'm gonna say well. By the time this came out, I think Oliver and Company had come out. I'm not 100 yeah. sure. Uh, and that yeah, was that with Billy Joel. It was. Oh no. And they had some elaborate, more elaborate songs. You yeah. Know? But um, if they're making fun of either Disney or doesn't matter what they're making fun of, it almost seems like they're trying to put some kind of uh, a comparison to this movie, which is animated, if you haven't guessed. Yeah. Um, and other animated movies where everything's bright and colorful by making. This movie just a little ha- a little streak of darkness to it. Oh, this is, yeah. In in terms of uh, of darkness, this is uh, probably one of the darkest uh, animations. Uh, it, it, it's almost Don Bluthian in like, its darkness. Like, and it's 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 interesting because when we say dark, we don't mean like casting long shadows or you know like almost noirish or anything. It's like no, there's some there's some shit in here that's just yeah. like. Wow, how did we not grow up to be murderers? Well, no, I, I was gonna oh. say just depressed all the time, but I guess uh, that happened too to the, our generation. Uh, well, it's it, by dark we mean uh, like the the whole uh, what, what would you like? It, it's like there is appliances getting killed. There's appliances dying. There's appliances getting maimed and and, and uh, dissected and sold to, in a uh, an appliance shop. So we'll start with just this uh, sequence right now, where there's like fish dancing and singing, yeah, yeah. and there's like this this nature circle where a bird's trying to get a worm, and then the fish is trying to get the yeah. worm, and like it, it's just so it, again kidified, Disneyfied, however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, but in the middle of this, a flower sees his reflection in the toaster. And thinks it's, I guess, a lover flower. Yeah. And he has to say, well, no, I'm not a flower. And then the flower just starts wilting and dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Why? And that was the last time we saw it. Like, he looks at it from over his shoulder, because toasters have shoulders, and he, like, peeks at it through the bushes as it's, like, sad and wilting. Yeah. And I'm like, and then he just sad and walks away, and then that's it. It's just dead. But the, I, I, I think they, they put that in there. Like, uh, well... Uh, we need we need a reason for someone not to hate the blanket. Uh, so we'll kill this flower, and then the toaster will feel bad for the blanket. Yeah, and then he's like a scene later. He's like, "Why are you so nice to the blanket now?" And then that's it. They don't really discuss anything like that again. Well, he kind of he kind of uh oh he yeah that's pretty much it. Like, well, it makes me feel good after I saw something. I saw some shit, all right? Yeah, like, like he's, it's vaguely implied that the death of this flower kind of, kind of warped him a little bit. And right after this, we get the uh, sequence where they're all falling into, I guess, quicksand or mud, really. Yeah. And they can't escape, and they're all going to their doom. Even the blanket has a, uh... Like, the blanket had, had the darkest response to it. <laughs> I'm not scared. Like, holy shit, kid. Like, you've been whining throughout this whole movie, and then when the icy hand of death is about to grip you, you're you're alright with it. That, that's what happens when you treat your pe- treat your blankets like shit yeah. for, you know, they're like, whatever, I don't care anymore, just let me die. I think my blanket's like that. Yeah, I know your blanket's like that. Your blanket can stand on its own. <laughs> um, but uh, then, after that dark sequence, yeah. and before we go further, I just want to point out that like a lot of kids' movies back then, or around the same time, yeah, this movie is wall-to-wall peril. <laughs> yeah, like it's not a like I, I think of uh, modern-day movies like um, uh, what's that Encanto? You know? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. it's an okay movie, but it does not have near like. If that family went through any of the shit that these appliances went through, <laughs> they would not succeed at like, the end. They, they would need, like, some P- PTSD therapy. Like, like, maybe that's what happened to the grandma. That's why she was such a bitch in that movie. But in Encanto, yeah. That, oh, oh, I, mean, yeah. I was going to say, I thought you meant in uh, The Brave, Brave Little, Little no. Like, what grandma are you talking about? But no, these appliances, they go through, again, just... There's a few brief moments of respite when they're trying to relax and everything, and that's interspersed by, uh... They have a second where it's like, all right, it's, it's rainy. We made the blanket into a fucking tent. Yeah. Like, let's go to sleep. And in the middle of this, a thunderstorm starts, and the toaster has a dream about a <laughs> fire starting and killing his master. And the firefighter. Yep. Is is this 
deranged, uh, <laughs> terrifying clown that just gets real close to the camera and whispers, run. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and then the chase begins, and it's probably one of my, it might be one of my favorite scenes now, that just to show without context, just this scary firefighter clown appearing and just screaming or whispering run to you out of nowhere. I remember you had a, a big reaction to that when it first happened. Oh yeah? It was almost like... It, it was almost like a joyful, like, because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's re it's so over the top. Like, I I thought the clown was funny by himself. Yeah, it would have been scary on its own. Yeah, but the uh, the it, to me the 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 run is just the it's the icing on the cake. It's the uh, it's the cherry on the sundae. So after that horrible bit of. Uh, awfulness. Then they start sinking in the mud, only yeah. to be saved by um, basically Newman from Toy Story 2. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Who takes him to his shop uh, and just basically guts everything. He's All the appliances he has, he guts for parts. Like, like we assume he's gonna be bringing him in there to, uh, uh, to to fix them, maybe. Yeah. Uh, like, at least that was that was my hope upon watching this uh, like many, many years later. Like, after. Oh, finally some safety. Yeah, know? like, and I, I guess the writing was on the wall when they first entered the place and they, they saw display cases filled with just parts of appliances. <laughs> like, like uh, it would be the equivalent of hands and fingers and toes just on display <laughs> at the shop meant to sell human parts. And so they uh, they do eventually escape at the last possible second by by scaring the uh, the appliance owner to death. I'm assuming like he didn't get back up. Oh wait, he did. He did. He, he saw. Did? He did at the end. He looked around and saw that everyone had left. Oh yeah, that's right. Because all his appliances run away. <laughs> well, I wonder why. And then they make it uh, get through all that awfulness. They make it to the city, um, where they find the master's apartment. Yeah. And all the new technology looks at this old technology and is like, alright, well, you guys are obsolete. Downright worthless. Like, like there was this big classist moment uh, in the uh, in the movie where they they just end up throwing them out the window into a dumpster in disgust. Mm -hmm. And the um, dumpster ends up going to a junkyard, obviously. Obviously. Where we come to our third act. Yep. The uh, the big the big showstopper the uh, junkyard song yep which is probably one of the most depressing songs <laughs> uh, ever written in a in a child's movie like just a depressing song if this song was on the radio people would be like that's a sad song that's yeah. sadder than Christmas yeah. shoes oh man is this a new REM song yeah <laughs> is, is Morrissey in town I don't get it <laughs> but no this is for kids yeah. and it, it it's helped out by the. Uh, the fact that not only are they singing that they're worthless, but yeah. we see these people, these characters that are singing these cars, yeah. being crushed into cubes. Like the, the songs they sing are the last, uh, the the last little bit of information about their life that they get to tell. Little, the last little story of their life they get to tell before they're crushed into a little cube. It's obitu It's an obituary. They're yeah. singing. Yeah. It's they're singing obituaries as they're being destroyed. And uh, meanwhile, the, they're being uh, the our our heroes are being hunted down by this giant magnet uh, that uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> a giant magnet that keeps on like putting them on the conveyor belt, even though they keep on getting off. And at the same time, uh, the master actually goes back to the cottage yeah. to find the appliances, so if they just waited, they would have been fine. Yep. Um, and he's like, well, we're, well, shit, I don't have enough money to buy another vacuum or a lamp. And he finds out that they're, he just goes to the junkyard and finds them. Yeah, like, the, the t there's, a, there's a television at the old apartment that's also kind of old and their friend as well, mm -hmm. and helps him out by, he, keep, he keeps on uh, doing advertisements for the junkyard, uh, which I don't know how that works. I don't know, whenever we see a commercial that's not a commercial, it's our TV talking to us. Yeah, that, that's what I'm getting out of this. That's weird, I don't, I, I'm not gonna think about the ramifications of that anymore. Like, I don't wanna think about all my appliances being alive. Uh, like right now, we're talking into something that like if if we don't pay attention, like this microphone probably yeah. has a face and eyes. It's like, it's like uh, don't hug me, I'm scared. Yeah, your your mouth is music to my face. 
Uh, like, so, I, I kind of wonder what else is alive and sentient in our apartment. Uh, I hope like, the toilet isn't. Uh, well, it's not appliance, that's not fair. Uh, it doesn't o take electricity. Yeah, it doesn't have souls. Only the ones that- only the ones that light up have so souls. So those Japanese toilets. Yeah, they, they're the ones that have souls. Ho 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 ho! Talk was... about worthless. <laughs> what Worth is my purpose? <laughs> it's best if you didn't know what you, that was. I took a dump in my toilet. <laughs> ooh, ooh. It was still stinky and now I'm going to pinky and do 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 do. Woof Oh. Ugh. So yeah. So uh, what appliances are, are alive? Yeah, here? what appliances do you think are alive? Because we've already established that the lamp's alive, the TV might be alive, uh, the PlayStation. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe some of the game consoles. The, like, I'm guessing the stove's alive. Uh, no, that's all gas-powered. Well, I guess it does tell the time. <laughs> only- only the starter is alive. <laughs> you didn't set me in, uh, in daylight savings time. <laughs> you didn't set me, or you didn't set me, you just did forget me, and now I tell the wrong time. Worthless. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I'm guessing- I'm guessing uh, everything that has a current yeah. Running through it has ha, is alive. Uh, okay, yeah. And I guess people are too. <laughs> well, yeah, barely. So that's it. Uh, like we can we can destroy anything else. Like your shoes, they're not alive. No, they're not. Pro well, they once were. Yeah, probably not alive until we get to like the brave little uh, hat or, or something like that. Uh, I thought you were gonna say like yeah, they're not alive unless we uh, talk about the brave little fungus. <laughs> Like, I just want to see more brave little blanks, because I'm- I can't confirm, but whoever came up with the- whoever wrote this book, Brave Little Toaster, Yeah. Like, they must have set that title down as a joke. Like, there's no way they can write the title, The Brave Little Toaster, uh, like, without it being like, alright, this is silly, right? This is silly. I- I wonder if it's- if it's a case kind of like you and I, like, both you and I have come up with ideas for shows and stuff like that, where we both said, there's no way we can make this into a story or a show and we we th Then we kind of bet each other we can't and then we end up doing it Yeah, or um, something like like we always do in a podcast where we get to uh, Elliot's space in the peanut of doom yeah. or something. Yeah, you know where it's like there's no way in hell that somebody would want to read a book called Elliot's space in the peanut of doom and just like they probably thought there's no way someone's gonna want to read a book called The Brave <laughs> Little Toaster. Yeah. Like, really? How brave are they? Does it fall into the tub? I- oh, that's a- that's the coward toaster. <laughs> the- the toaster that took the coward's way out. Yeah. Uh, the- I- you know, I- I would be- If I was at a bookstore, and saw a book titled The Brave Little Toaster, I would at least be curious enough, curious enough to read the back. Like, you would- you would walk by a seat and be like, Did I just read what I think I read? Wait, appliances carry no emotion. How could this- how could this toaster be brave? Let me see that. And it changed Britain's life. <laughs> then again, I, if I looked at that- if I looked at a book that said The Brave Little Toaster, I might also think it's a cookbook. Hmm. Like, were you making, like, toaster meals, right? Like, yeah, to uh, toaster toast, oven. yeah, toast-based meals, uh, and it's brave because they're healthy meals. Okay, okay, I can get behind that. Like, we can make a Brave Little Toaster companion cookbook, and, like, make billions of dollars, because cookbooks, I guess, make billions of dollars. Uh, of course they do. And, uh, make them all, like, and they're all gonna be variations of the same thing, like, chapter, or part one, it's like, toast with peanut butter. Then toast with jelly, then toast with cottage cheese. Uh, I, oh, I thought we were—it was gonna all be based off of like different aspects of the movie, like a, an open blanket sandwich, or a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's not literally. Okay, okay. Not literally in a, a blanket, but it's like if you if you uh, if you like uh, spread the uh, the spreadable cheese on the on the toast right and put the olives in the right place. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like, like the yeah. blanket. Or, um, or you get one of those, uh, like, craft singles, you know, that are just very homogenous. Yeah. You put four of them in, like, a square, and then you put the toast in the middle, there you go, there's your, your brave little blanket. Yep, even though it doesn't melt. Yep, it doesn't matter. It's not real cheese. Exactly. It's, uh, that's the point, it's, you got it's, blanket cheese. <laughs> it's, it's about as much, it's about as much as cheese as the blanket was. 
blanket cheese. It's all you need. Yeah. Uh, the... The le the that's the only one I really know how to do. Like the other the other appliances, I can't think of a food analog for radio hot dogs. <laughs> that sounds like a no soap radio joke. <laughs> no 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 radio hot dogs. Oh oh, like I, I I'm desperately trying to think. Uh, what what could you do? Well now we've been now we've been challenged. Yeah. So we got something with a toaster. We got something with the blanket. Uh, and radio hot dogs. Hey, radio. So we, we just need a lamp and a, a vacuum thing, so... Uh, vacuum hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and lamp baloney. Lamp baloney, I like that. It's like abalone, only it's lamp baloney. <laughs> a lamp baloney. Lamp baloney. It's, uh... It's, it's, so, it sounds like the name of a tiny... Uh, like a tiny unknown country. So it's I'm, a little island nation of lamp baloney. I'm thinking of actually a roasted lamp with jelly instead of roasted lamb with jelly. Oh, I didn't yeah. know the other thing was a thing. Yeah. And uh, vacuum, we have uh, vacuuming. <laughs> vacuuming chicken. <laughs> like you use cumin and, uh, and, and that's it. Uh, or, uh, 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 yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that'll work. I got nothing. Or we can, uh, we can make it uh, vacuum sandwiches, which are just things that are just taste rotten and awful. <laughs> a vacuum sandwich is just the is just the crust left over. <laughs> I was thinking of like just a mixed match of like, all right, so the bottom layer for the vacuum sandwich we got rye bread. The uh. top layer we got we got pumpernickel. These two breads don't go together, but that's kind of the point. It's going to be disgusting. We got. Uh, <laughs> For a base layer, let's see. We're just gonna take a lot of a lot of mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, I do like mayonnaise. And mayonnaise is okay. And mayonnaise, and we're gonna put three pickles, Ugh. sweet pickles. Oh. Um, we're gonna put olive loaf on top of it, liverwurst, and then um, a, a nice roasted slab of of a uh, of liver. <laughs> oh. And there you go, toasted to perfection. Though I do see this. Uh, I, I see this being a delicacy in in s former Soviet states. You know, I I imagine it's one of those things that uh, like only humans eat. Like animals in nature are not going to eat it because, of course, nature abhors a vacuum sandwich. <laughs> it, it, that was a that was a lot of setup for it. Man, An awful pun. Oh. oh man, I love it. Oh, that's I, great. I felt my lifespan shorten. <laughs> I saw you smile, and I saw it stop. I saw the smile run away from your face when you- You heard the punchline, and it was just a- Oh, like, you know that Simpsons, like, I can pinpoint the moment where Britain was broken. Like, I can do- like, I- I can play that ahead in my head over and over again. Uh, it, like... I, I think my 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 reaction is warranted. It is. It 100% is. I even knew as I said it, I could feel all that that tension that I'd had in me of like this is going to be a bad joke. Just leave my body, and now it's in you. Yeah. You've absorbed all that tension. Now you're a like oh, I'm angry, and I'm like oh, I feel like you know, they have to tell someone else that a bad pun to get rid of that. All right, I could just be a serial killer. I mean, one that's the ultimate pun. Life. Yeah. <laughs> So, one thing I do want to mention is, uh, as we were watching this movie, we both realized that we picked one character from the movie and decided... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were just going to model our personalities after uh, that for uh, the rest uh, of our lives. Apparently, like, I, I, like, it... I was kind of taken back by, uh... Uh, how much of, of a personality I share with some of these characters, one in specific. So, Britain is a vacuum. Oh, uh, yeah. Like and it's... nature abhors them, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Funny the first time, but, uh... No, it wasn't. It was. <laughs> but apparently, like, like this big, grumpy, tall, like, mean, just overall unpleasant... Unhappy. Uh, unhappy guy, like, based his ideas off of this va this vacuum. That he saw as a kid. Uh, oh, I thought you were giving a description of the vacuum. Oh, I wasn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is the meanest we've ever been to each other in this podcast. And you, you're the fat, ugly appliance owner <laughs> who runs into the wall. No, I'm the, I'm the radio, you asshole. <laughs> you're Newman from Toy Story 2. <laughs> who, who, you 
who might be some kind of predator. <laughs> like an alien predator? No. No, 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 no. A Chris Hansen predator. <laughs> See? I... I make one pun. <laughs> one pun about vacuums and science. Yeah. And Britain just calls me a predator. This is this is the natural repercussion you're going to get to it for a pun like that. <laughs> like you are going to get bile. <laughs> like you're just gonna like the rest of the, the podcast, I gotta watch my P's and Q's. I can't be yeah. anything less than perfect because yeah. you'll just jump on it and call Immediately. me. Immediately. You'll be like, you freaking sinner, you. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 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 Uh, pours a vacuum. Poison vacuum? Uh, pours a vacuum. <laughs> like, I gotta sleep with one eye open. Yeah. Like, I gotta lock my door to my bedroom. Look, I... I, I got angry yesterday because of the whole, uh, nature of pours a vacuum pun, and I might have, uh, called the FBI <laughs> to monitor you for terrorist activity. Like, I imagine it's, uh... It's... Everything's fine. We go to our... Or we go to our bedrooms in the middle of the night, you're just tossing and turning like... Nature pours a vacuum sandwich. <laughs> as, as there's thundering outside. Oh, okay, because I, I, I... For some reason, I thought it was like a scene out... Uh, 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 what the hell is that shitty movie called? Willow. Uh, no, it's not that. <laughs> uh, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, yeah. Like, like one of the guys going through... Uh, the withdrawals. Uh, the withdrawals. <laughs> like you're screaming out in pain. Like, like a biting the pillow. Your 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 arm is black and dying from the how bad that pun was. <laughs> that happened. That happens. Happened? In, that happened in the movie, but uh, in Requiem for a Dream. Oh, so, oh yeah. And yeah. it transfers over, and it just like it was such a bad pun that you you actually have like nerve damage, and like your <laughs> skin is dying. Like I, I eventually have to get an arm amputated. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just like, and me, I'm light and happy. I'm <laughs> like, I am sleeping on clouds that take me to you, dreamland. You are on the, you are in the car to Toontown. I, uh, <laughs> I'm like little Nemo, like <laughs> flying around in my bed, you know, like having yeah. an advent, having a fun adventure. And meanwhile, you're in like a room away, just sweating, shivering. <laughs> Uh, 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 while these doctors are looming over me trying to save my life. <laughs> there's, in my dreams and my, my things, there is, uh... Whimsy. Yeah, there, there's, like, the sun is shining and there's, you know, bright, big, puffy clouds and there's flowers blooming. And you, it's, like, rainy and miserable. <laughs> then it, like, you're being dragged into a, you know, <laughs> out of the rainy, miserable rain into a sterile, like, insane asylum. And, and there's just... <laughs> Uh, echoey screams. There's a single naked light bulb swinging overhead. Then it cuts back to you, and you're riding down a rainbow like a slide. Yeah, it's great. You're out of that dark, you're out of that light. Then it cuts back to me. Mirror. <laughs> cuts back to you. Mirror! Like the doctor's like, You see what I had to work with? Like, you're just puking into a bucket. He's got no more fluids left. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just having a good time. Yeah. That is how bad the pun was. Yes. It it, it sent us to two different areas. Like, it sent you to a dreamland and me to an asylum. <laughs> if you just tell the pun, a pun to somebody, a pun that bad, like, you two can avoid that future pretty. Like, I might- I, I- I might have to take responsibility and bleep out that pun. <laughs> Mark, I- I might have to take a week off of this friendship. Like, it's- yeah, yeah, there- there is some recovery time <laughs> necessary now. What do you think, folks? If you heard the pun, are you blathering insane like my roommate, or are you- Or do you, you just want to strike him? Every day. Every day is a threat. Look, yes. Every day is another threat from you. <laughs> I love- I love how you just physically threatened to strike me. Yes. And you're saying that I'm threatening you. Yes. You <laughs> threaten my very existence. That's why I must strike you, Mark. <laughs> I strike first, and I strike fast. Or not at all. 
Like, this is going to escalate into the thousand-year Mark versus Britain war. <laughs> like, they're going to be nations fighting each other that don't even know why. And there's going to be grudges that between them that last thousands of years. Like, it, it's... There's going to be one side of just a complete group of clowns who don't know why they're fighting. Yeah. And another group of, like, people who just are tinkerers and have, like, you know... Like homemade improvised weapons and everything like that made from soldering and they are all on stilts that is how i imagine the war is being fought yeah yep yeah just can't it just you just, <laughs> just yeah, you had to you had to fit one in there didn't you <laughs> just you had to you had to cram in a tall joke as well uh makes me happy britain is not he is he is red in the face right now. <laughs> Have you ever seen Billy Madison? It will end your damn podcast pretty damn quick. That is spot on how he looks right now. <laughs> well, in my defense, it is awfully hot in here. It is yeah, like it is. 180 degrees yeah, outside. Uh, it's, it's hot and humid outside, and for, you know, just so you buttholes don't have to listen to the noise of the air conditioner we Britain, have it Britain, off. Don't, 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 don't insult, insult the fans. Don't insult the audience as you, well. You can insult me all you want. Look, I don't know they didn't tell you about that pun. <laughs> that pun couldn't have come from nowhere. It had to have come from somebody. It didn't, it didn't come from a vacuum, I can tell you that. <laughs> because nature abhors it's it. <laughs> it's like you're the Hulk. <laughs> like, uh, Hogan or... The Incredible. Yes. <laughs> like, you always tell me to say my prayers, now I realize it's a threat. <laughs> say your prayers and eat your vitamins, like, brother. I, I don't know how, uh, I don't know how say your prayers isn't a threat. You know, I guess that's a good point, like... Like, usually telling someone to say their prayers is usually a, uh, a lead-up to a murder. Like, do you think that it started off as a, a, you know, like, Alright, it's part of your bedtime routine. Now go in and say your prayers and blah blah blah. And eventually it just kind of got warped where it's like, You know, yeah, you better say your prayers right now because you're gonna be sleeping permanently. I, I think it was kind of like a, uh, you know, say your prayers because you're going to the hereafter. Like, say your prayers because, you know, the night's not guaranteed. I, but you have to think that that's still, that's still a nice... That's a nice thing for them to do, like, to, to give you time out to pray for your own soul. <laughs> like, to make sure you don't go to the wrong place, like, oh, I, 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 I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna murder you, but I don't want to damn you for eternity. I'm gonna kill you, but I'm not a monster. <laughs> so, just, just say your prayers. In your head. Alright, don't say them out loud. Are you, are you done yet? No. No. Alright, alright. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hurry up! Hurry, come on. Uh, hold on a second. I, I got. I'll be right back. My prayer. My. I need my prayer coin. It's. It's in my. Uh, you car. don't need your prayer it's, coin. I need. If you really want me to go to the right place, I need it. It's in my uh, car. That's not my problem anymore. I. I really need to. Uh, <sighs> that's a person running away, trying to get to their prayer coin. Oh, okay. I didn't know what that was. Like, I don't know if that even showed up on the mic. I don't think it did. They just heard silence. Maybe let's see. That's not what I was doing, but... Were they beatniks? <laughs> like they, they, they hate this. They, they're, they're an I audience. Like to torture them. <laughs> the beatniks are an audience for the murder. Yeah, instead of instead of uh, liking or laughing at our stuff from now on, whenever we tell a good joke, just... Just, just snap like beatniks. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't Ever. Just, just make Britain angrier. And then I'll have to attack... I don't want to don't. attack the audience. I like, stop, I stop like having an audience. Stop threatening the audience. Well, they shouldn't snap. Hey, Britain. Nature abhors a vacuum bread. <laughs> He's reached a singularity. It's you're just you implode into a tiny little speck of Britain, <laughs> just a tiny one centimeter speck of Britain that is so powerful it starts absorbing the light. So I collapse into a black hole, is what you're saying? Yes, and <laughs> from anger. Yes. <laughs> so I am so angry. So let me let me. Uh, reiterate for both myself and the audience. I get so angry, I collapse into a black hole from uh, from the anger. Uh, yes, I understand. <laughs> uh, but why? Um, I don't know. It just seems like a funny. Seems thing. like something you would it's do. It's like a very Ren and Stimpy reaction almost. Because um, they've had an implosion episode. They have. Uh, now here's a question. Just to get a little bit off topic, um, which we don't usually like to do here. Not here. Um, 
Let's pretend that you did collapse into a black hole. Okay. Uh, I'm imagining because... I don't know how it works at this point, but... Uh, because you're, you know, one centimeter, just a very tiny black hole that yeah. it's not going to suck, you know, the objects into it. Um, but it is just going to kind of hover there and anything that comes within its, you know, direct proximity, yeah. this little tiny, maybe the size of a quarter, like if you touch it, then you get sucked in because, you know, it's strong, but you have to get real close to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, 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 you brought up a black hole and what it's gonna do and now I have an obligation I to know. answer you. I want and you to. No, you know, but you yell at me every time. I no, no, I do it when you do it unprovoked. That's fair. Um, this time uh, I'm asking you to, you know, to tell the audience and maybe teach us something. Alright, so, uh, it, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what would probably happen, I'm guessing, uh, let's say it's a, uh, a black hole that's stationary. For some reason, you have it between like two electromagnets, okay. or, or something. Or for some reason, it's not plummeting through the Earth. Okay. Uh, what would probably happen is just the air around it would start getting sucked into it, and anything that starts getting sucked into a black hole would cause an accretion disk. Okay. And as it causes an accretion disk, it starts radiating a lot of energy so I would probably be very uh, bright uh, I would probably be very hot and uh, very radioactive and also probably very dead mm -hmm. well you're dead yeah but I'm, I'm worrying about me well, if like would I be dead immediately from it uh, or do I, I need to get close enough to it? I think there is probably uh, let's see, an accretion disk and a tiny centimeter black hole. Well, first off, a centimeter black hole, that's gonna sunder the planet. Uh, <laughs> in, in, in this scenario, yes. though. Alright, so, uh, alright, it's a centimeter black hole, but it's uh, the density is super low. For some reason, it doesn't make sense, but all right. Uh, it's density is the it's whatever whatever your density is. That's the density of the black hole. Uh, but it wouldn't be a centimeter. Okay, so but, but relevant. Uh, I, I don't know how much radiation we're talking about. We're, we might have to evacuate the state of Pennsylvania. All right, so, <laughs> so now if uh, this air that gets the sucked in, like, is this adding to your mass? Well, yeah. So. Theoretically, if we just keep on putting a whole bunch of junk in there, that black hole is just going to get bigger and bigger. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. So I imagine if that did happen, let's pretend I don't get horribly irradiated. Okay, let's say, yeah, you for some reason, uh, you have some extreme radiation-proof clothing. Or it's just, you're, just this little black hole that's just floating on your chair, that where you usually all sit. Right. And, uh, like, first of all, it's staying. It, it, like, I can't get rid of this. You, no, I suppose you can't. Like, it's not like I can, like, shoo it away because I can't touch it, and anything that gets near it, like, I can't, like, I can't put, like, grab it with the tongs and, like, pull it around, because the tongs would just get sucked into it and add to yeah. its mass. So I guess I'll just have to live with the black hole for a while. You, you might be able, I, 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 I think... Does a black hole pay rent? No. Well, then I guess it is just like Britain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I pay rent. I know, I know, I'm just kidding. Uh, so you might be, I think, uh, black holes might have charge. So, uh, but I, I can't, I can't uh, guarantee it. So take that with a grain of salt. But if it has charge, you might be able to push it out with a magnet. Hmm. That's an, that's an interesting, if I want to, like, I'd probably just take a magnet and kind of, you know, push it well, very carefully. Well, first off, it has to be a magnet powerful enough to move uh, the mass of a Briton. Okay, so i And whatever else you stuck into the black hole. Like, I, like, so if I find, like, a strong enough magnet to kind of guide yeah. it out, I guess what I would probably do is... Uh, maybe leave it in the parking lot, and then it's it's a, the apartment complex's problem. <laughs> it's not in my it's not in my building. It's on your property, not mine. And then I imagine like every time cars come in, doo -doo -doo, da -da, ah, finally home, rah, and they just get sucked in to the black hole. <laughs> Did, yeah, the black hole is just sitting in a parking spot, yeah. and anytime someone parks there, they just go away. They just get sucked into the black hole. They become it, part of your the, the mass. And now. Eventually, they just uh, put caution tape around that one parking spot. 
And of course that doesn't work. Like, I imagine at first they just start with cones, and some asshole's like, Hey, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna park my bike in here yeah, because... It, it's like, it, yeah, well, go on. Because, you know, fuck it, I'm just gonna... You can't tell me where to park, this is America. Well, you, <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, like, the parking here is abhorrent as it is. Well, and, not, not, not after that. <laughs> now you have infinite parking. Go on. That's it. Tell me more jokes. <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. They just they they can fit as many cars in there as they need to. It just but they just can't come back. It just makes the hole the the black hole bigger and bigger as it goes along. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but any t now the uh, uh the black hole's taking up two parking spots, and I don't think that's fair. <laughs> you know, I pay you know I pay ten dollars a month to park here and get a, a thing for my car. So why why does this thing get to be here and not have to pay for the uh, parking ticket or the parking pass? Look, you, if you could fit in that uh, parking spot too, go ahead. But I wouldn't. I I have a compact. I think I could fit in there next to it. Okay, like a glove. Yeah. <laughs> you, you beat me to it. That's I think funny. I think it was the exact same yeah, time. Yeah, it was. That was go. That is a photo finish. Like yeah. it's gonna have to go down to like we're gonna have to use a. Uh, we're gonna have to go into the the, the data. Yeah, raw zoom, data. Zoom in on that raw audio file as much as you can to see where it starts. All right. Uh, it looks here on the first femtosecond. Uh, you were first. I, I think imagine be more like. You zoom in, you like you get all these scientists. They zoom in to see if they can determine it too. And every time they do, they just look up with tears in their eyes. It's perfect harmony. It's so beautiful. That's not possible. That's imp that can't be. How 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 in sync are they? They are perfectly in sync. That's impossible. No creature could have such harmony between brains. So and and what? Let's break it out. What sound were they doing to make this perfect harmony? I don't- <laughs> Burn it. Burn the footage. It's never happened. Perfect harmony does not exist. Keep that in mind, folks. It can't exist. It can't exist in nature, and it can't exist outside of it. We will- We're burning this to save science. <laughs> if this gets out, the fundamental building blocks of science becomes undone. Destroy it. Destroy all evidence of it. Now we have to make a pact. Like the kids <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyone else want to make a pact? I do. <laughs> anyone else? Me. <laughs> anyone else? I'll do it. Yeah, let's shake. <laughs> right. I'm out of bullets. I was gonna I, I was gonna make a similar joke where it's uh -huh. like, guys, I'm running out of bullets, so stop making a pact. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so, I think we got a little bit sidetracked, but... Yeah, yeah. So what do a you... As we're wont to do. What do you think, folks? Do you think that eventually a black hole like that will... Almost in inevitably envelop the Earth, and then the solar system, and then the galaxy? Or do you think it has a stopping point? Uh, no, it doesn't have a stopping point. Yeah, like, so long as there's something there to absorb it, or for it to absorb, uh, it, it'll, it'll do it. Now, um, uh, real black holes, uh, are they, is it because they're in the vacuum of space that they don't, like, expand and nothing, you know, or anything they, like that? Oh, yeah, if, uh, if they're just in the vacuum of space, they can't really do anything. Will, will cosmic debris end up, like, getting, you know, drawn towards it? Because there is always cosmic debris. Oh, there's, yeah, like, there, there's always cosmic dust and stuff like that. It's always going to be absorbing light. Uh, from the cosmic radio uh, microwave ba background and and just random uh, cosmic ray bursts and whatever dust, but like if it's just in between in interstellar space or just in the space between galaxies, there's not much there to absorb. Mm, I guess that's true. So heat death is going to happen well before a black hole gets that big. Oh no, heat death is uh, black holes will uh, will evaporate before heat death happens. You can't have heat death with black holes. Well, we'll see about that. Oh, no, you get, can't because they irradiate. If I get my genie's wish, there we'll have. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's like saying you have a piece of bread, but that's toast. Mm-hmm. But thanks to the thanks to our brave little toaster cookbook, yeah, it's yeah. very possible. 
I really hate that man. So, uh, the, uh, yeah, but yeah, by definition, heat death can't occur. Uh, so we have to wait for all the black holes to basically to evaporate. Okay. And, and, and before they do, more than likely, they'll all merge into one black, big black hole. Nice. That's what I want to see. Like, kind of like a, that was that game, Katamari, uh, something. Katamari, Katamari Damacy? Yeah. Or the, like, uh, that's what I want to see. I want to see, like, all the black holes merging uh, together and, Making a giant black hole. I, and I, I think it's... They might not all merge together, but I, there might be a lot of them because the time it takes a black hole to evaporate is... You might as well call it forever. Like, I also imagine that... Uh, or In my head, I'm thinking that almost all of the black holes have been absorbed by one big massive super black hole. Yeah. Like a Pangea of black holes. <laughs> And then here comes this little, little tiny one centimeter Britain black hole. Just finally making it to it, and then that's it. It just it, that pushes it over the edge. Uh, what, what, uh, all right, uh, I'll, uh, a black hole is already an object that's been pushed over the edge. I don't know what what happens when you push a black hole over the edge. Uh, think of it like this: the entire universe gets turned inside out. Well, that's what a black hole kind of is. But the entire universe, it's just just enough to engulf the entire universe. So an inside-out universe, what would that do? It would be like uh, like Slim Goodbody. That's what we'd all look like walking around. That, that'd suck. <laughs> like, if that happened, you'd have to wear, like, oh, I guess we gotta, we gotta wear coats now. Or even that, no, no. You'd, you'd... Well, we still wear clothes, even yeah. though we're not inside-out. <laughs> I guess that's true, but we'd have to wear something to pr like we'd have to buy some extra clothes to protect our organs from you know dirt and stuff. I, I guess I guess yeah we we I guess we need like a rubber glove for the whole body, like a body condom, like yeah. in the Naked Gun. Yeah, but uh, I, I guess more form fitting to be functional. Mm-hmm. And uh, that but yeah that would that would I, I can't see not being in constant pain. I imagine it's, or I, I figure it's like the, uh, the monkey in, uh, the fly. Uh, when he sends it through the first couple times and- Oh, and it just comes back as goop. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen. Like, the entire universe just- You're sitting like an, It's an entire, uh, Cronenberg universe. Yeah. You're sitting here, you're playing a video game where you're watching a movie, you're like, You know what? Life ain't that bad, and then you just yeah. <laughs> just immediately get turned inside out. Well, this I it's sure kept living. my mouth shut. No, I can't. <laughs> it's a living. I, I imagine for some reason you're the only one that's yeah, normal. I was gonna say I I'm like ah, Britain. What are you doing? Yeah, you're making a mess. I just sweep you up in a dustpan and flush you. <laughs> 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 Well, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with the. Now that's a threat. Yeah. If if you're, if you're in, if you displease me in any fashion, I'm just sweeping you up and putting well, you in the toilet. No, if you get turned into inside-out goop, then yeah, you might there there might be a toilet. Can't you give me a more dignified burial? Uh, I guess maybe I'll I'll put you in a blender and then that'll just to make sure you're dead. Bring me to a crematorium. That's a trip. That's a, that's a lot of work. And, and I mean, what am I gonna do? Put you in an Uber? Yeah, like, with me. I'm gonna take you on the bus in a Tupperware container. <laughs> we're almost there, Britain. <laughs> oh, I'm still alive. Well, you were talking earlier. So okay, so you, you're just murdering me then? Like I don't want to deal with this. It depends on how long you talk. And if you're still talking, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take you to a crematorium. But if you're like, ah, help me. Then I'll be like, yeah. all right, Britain, I got you. Really? <laughs> Couldn't even mail me to the hospital? I mean, I, I, at this point, maybe the hospital doesn't know what it's going to... And I guess it wouldn't work with a bus or an Uber because I, like everyone's goop but me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think with you, I might try something special. I might try... You know me. I, I, I panic. And then I, yeah. I do things... That I ought not to do and just makes the situation worse, like medically usually. So I'd probably be like, Britain, I'm gonna save you. Yeah, kill me. Don't Britain, I'm gonna save you. So I, <laughs> I put like seeds in you and start watering you to see if like maybe you grow black grow black grow back as a flower. 
And you know, like, all right, this this might work. This might work. And all it does is just hurt you because I'm just sticking seeds in your goop and yeah. throwing water into your exposed nerve endings. Uh, yeah, that would uh, that would hurt as roots take uh, <laughs> t as plants take root in my flesh. Britain, you will grow to a mighty sequoia. No, I won't. <laughs> Do this or a toilet, Britain. No. Can't you just burn me? <laughs> Britain, that's cruel. No. You grow life now. You are life. Ah, the tree's inside out. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Britain. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> The brave, brave little, little toaster. toaster. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a fun little movie. It's dark as as all get out, but uh, I watched it as a child and uh, had minimal damage as uh, afterwards. And uh, yeah, I think uh, if you're if you, it's a it's a good watch. Just for, if not for the nostalgic vibes, then you know uh, vibes then to damage your own children. I do think that this is a good movie for children because it has elements which don't exist in kids' movies nowadays. Like peril. Peril, like non-stop peril. That's, you know, I think that's important. If you want your kids to grow up like me and Britain, yeah. then, then show it to your kids. If you want your kids to be well-adjusted, then yeah, show them your- <laughs> If you want your, them to be productive. If you want, then show them your baby movies, like Encanto or, uh, <laughs> or Shapes the Movie, I don't know. <laughs> Show them your uh, Sesame Street yeah. and your Mr. <laughs> Rogers. But no, if you want your kids uh, to grow up with a dark, twisted edge to them, yeah. then yeah, show them the, the brave little toaster running from a terrifying clown. Jumping face first into a gear. <laughs> Sacrificing his life so that others may live. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. good movie. I, I, I'd give it, uh, I'm gonna give it six stars. I'll probably give it five and a half. Five and six, a half? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that'll be it. Uh, if you like what you see, then tell your friends. And uh, also leave us a comment. Would you flush Britain down the toilet? And also, do you think that my pun is deserving of being murdered? I didn't say murdered. I said struck. I said corrected. <laughs> <laughs> you told that joke and had to be corrected. So uh, uh, that'll do it. Uh, take it easy, everybody. Uh, to Lou. That'll hold a little SOBs.